Welcome to the Unlabeling Effect, where three distinctive women daringly dive into some taboos with the intention to normalize the uncomfortable yet vital conversations. We are ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery with comrades like you. Let's commence on this week's episode on how to stay curious. Curiosity is indeed a critical skill, but often it is labeled as the antithesis of productivity and the plague of wandering minds. We're familiar with the stories that shaped curiosity as evils, such as Pandora releases evil to the world, Adam and Eve were cast off of Eden because they can't keep their hands off an apple. In fact, curiosity challenges authority, and the curious are not willing to accept the message of conformity and blind obedience that the bureaucracy preach. I'm your host Vivian, and today with me are Mel and Rita. Hi guys. Hello. Hello. I always think back when we were kids. We were like the most curious. We asked about why the sky is blue, why fish don't need lungs to breathe. Have you ever wondered when did we lose that innocent curiosity and just start to conform to all the rules that we have right now? Perhaps it's the stage when we slowly. Become more conscious of what we call the reality, or maybe it's times when I felt like I was guilty of having too much playtime. Instead, I should actually focus on studying. I think that kind of process killed my naivety. Or who gave you that message that you should be studying instead of playing? I think it was mainly like a pressure that I received from school and perhaps my parents. I think schooling is one of the Major setback when it comes to curiosity, because there is like a very packed curriculum that you have to follow. So basically, every day teachers are bombarding you with loads of knowledge、mm-hmm. that you don't really have time to digest, let alone asking questions. Our education system tends to give you loads of answers before you ask the questions. And model answers. Hence, we lost the curiosity. I think.、Mm. I wouldn't say that we've completely lost curiosity, but I think what I was trying to explain was that I felt like I had less free time to just think of nothing and be curious. At the moment, I'm just trying to rethink through experiences like in my childhood, and I think that was probably the main trigger of having two. Full on of a day to day life by just going to school, and after school you would have to go to different tutorials, and then go to piano classes、mm. or dance classes, and then I felt like I didn't have the time to even just like explore the world. Explore,、mm. yeah. Yeah, I feel like our parents want us to learn a lot, acquire a lot of knowledge and skills. That's why we didn't have time. Mm. And of course, the intentions were great、mm. for us, but just that as kids growing up in Hong Kong, I think that was the time. I wouldn't say there was a particular moment, but it was just that period of time、mm. that kind of sculpted me to perhaps lost a bit of my curiosity. Yeah, we're too busy absorbing. Yeah, my experience is kind of more specific compared to yours. I remember the first day of school, like primary one. It's horrifying for me. I still remember like what my backpack looked like and like what my snack box had that day, you know. But then when the teacher came into the classroom, I was just like st- 
stunned by by her. I don't know if it's because like she looks very kind, or my parents actually told me you have to be good. And then from day one, I already have that idea that I need to conform to whatever she says. It's so intimidating. And then I just stop asking questions. Right. I was just like, if. I cannot run in the hallway. I can't run in the hallway. I never asked why I can't run in the hallway. Mm. And then whenever my teacher asked to, you know, like I need to talk to you, Vivian, I'm always scared. I think my childhood is like like me constantly being scared and afraid. It's unfortunate to say, but I didn't learn the joy of learning. I just started receiving. So it's kind of like a passive behavior. Yeah. And I stopped asking questions about myself as well. It's not that I didn't ask about why the education system is the way it is, but I also stopped asking myself, "Why am I afraid? Why? Why my confidence is so low?" Like yeah. I didn't ask any of those questions. So I think the impact of losing that, uh, losing the curiosity, is is huge. So basically, we were in a path that you know your parents paved all the way, and you kind of. Get spoon feed with information, and you know, a, a packed schedule every day, and that kind of made me feeling a bit lost at the point when these things don't apply anymore,、mm. and I was left alone to ask my own questions, and I don't even know what questions to ask. And at a certain point, I think it's um, it's fortunate that the education system in Hong Kong has changed. To incorporate a study called liberal study, that was the point that I have changed because it trained us up to think in a critical way. So whenever it's like a policy or an issue or social issue, there's always pros and cons. Always、mm. challenge why the policy is made the way it is, and who are the one who made the decision or made the call, or different stakeholders would have different. Opinion and views towards the same issue, and that's the point. I know that I'm interested in asking more questions and not to take everything for granted or、um, at face value. Do you think we can gain it back? And how can we gain back that lost curiosity? I think curiosity is inherent in everyone's life. It's just、yeah. an inborn trait that you have. It's just that you. Were drowned in a busy life, a fast-paced society. That's why you didn't really schedule in a time、mm. for you to be curious. And I think to start off is never cease asking questions. So whenever you watch a movie or just read a book, do not confine yourself to the context of the book or the movie that has set forward for you already.、Yeah. Whenever you meet, there's a reference or famous name that you're not familiar with. Have a laptop next to you. Browse extensively. I think that's where I start to be more and more curious towards life or even the world. The activities or、um, the environment that I like the most, and that it would actually help me to trigger my curiosity. I know that my curiosity comes the most naturally when I'm relaxed. Because sometimes when my lifestyle becomes very busy, I tend to lose my curiosity because I have to focus on doing or executing on so many things,、mm-hmm. and I tend to leave myself with no time to just, you know, daydream and just start looking at things and be like, oh, like why? Or start asking the question, why? I guess curiosity is what helps us grow and experience new things. 
But as Rita said, you know, like when you watch a movie, for example, Interstellar, it's mm. like a very complicated concept. Or The Arrival, it's a movie I really like. After I finished watching it, I just started to look into linguistics, you mm. know, like why do we read from left to right? And then I kind of, you know, get really passionate about that topic. But is there a point where we know when to stop? There are different levels to it. So there would be some that you actually are very passionate about. It, and mm -hmm. there are some that might just be related to general knowledge. But with curiosity, it's not something that you can switch on and off. When you get stimulated and triggered, your thoughts would just keep going. I remember there was one month that I want to look into four new concepts. I put in my calendar, I was like one hour for Bitcoin, one hour for astronomy. And I just got so tired and I don't remember anything that I read mm. because I was curious in so many things. So my question is, how do you choose and how do you balance curiosity with, you know, like your routine or your goals? I think it's to do with the priority that it holds in yourself. Mm. Yeah, for me, it's just, it depends on my life priority. As Melody said, if I have like hectic work um, schedule during that period of time, then mm -hmm. I would just prioritize that. It also makes so much sense that people say, choose your passion as your career, because you'll be super curious and you would like to research extensively in the career that you're already in. You know, being curious should be something fun. I wouldn't be like scheduling in like one or two hours every day on this topic and then another one and follow up by the next one. I think that would kills the joy of learning. Mm. Yeah, so you have to listen to what your mind tells you. If you're tired, I think just leave it, you know? It's not in a way where I'm forcing myself to research so much. I genuinely wanted to look into these topics, but I have, you know, my usual priorities, work and family and stuff like that. After I did all the research, I'm actually happy. Like mm. I'm actually like, oh, I learned so much this month. I think the point that I want to discuss here is how you choose what you're curious about. If you have like so many things that you want to look into, what should you do? Usually my curiosity was sparked by things that I came across. So it wouldn't be like having a lot of area in one in at okay. one point. For okay. example, I was so intrigued in physics when I was watching Big Bang Theory. Mm. So that was the thing that I kept on because, you know, Sheldon kept on mentioning theories that I have no idea about. So at that time, I'll be super into physics. Curiosity is like a lifelong It's a way of skill life. Mm. instead yeah. of, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes it, it will get overboard. But also when you when Vivian mentioned earlier about um, there are so many topics or there are so many areas that you want to learn, mm -hmm. I think you should ask yourself, what's the motivation behind you wanting to know all these things? Because that should help you to prioritize what to focus on first. Mm -hmm. So a good example would be like, I really want to know how the universe works. As you already know where I'm going now, universe has time, dimension, stars, um, species, uh, you know, like there's so many things that you want to know. And then my curiosity is so high or it's so intense that I just want to understand everything as soon as possible. And that's mm. why I was very, exhausted i remember there's that one sunday i was just up in front of my laptop for five hours just looking into these things and then i was like 
oh my god, it's so tiring. <laughs> but then I was very happy, you mm -hmm. know? But then I, I was, I start to think like whether there's a line where you need to tell yourself, you know, chill. <laughs> I think it's your well-being and, and how you balance your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. This is this is a lifestyle. Yeah. This is another yeah. topic that we can definitely talk about. It actually reminds me of one of our previous episodes, How Open-Minded Are You?, where Rita shared an example with her ex-partner about the cultural belief of raising a child. So I think curiosity and having a growth or open mindset it's that when things don't go your way, do you have the curiosity to find out, are your assumptions correct? Mm. If I have a conflict with someone, right? From my point of view, they might be just selfish. But then their point of view is actually very different because communication can go wrong in so many ways. So do I, in a more applicable level in discussing curiosity, do I have that desire to ask questions? Not only like external concepts like universe or time, mm. but when you apply curiosity to daily life, well, how mindful are we, you know? Mm. I think applying curiosity to my daily life is the most helpful when in avoiding me jumping to a conclusion that soon. Curiosity allows me to ask more questions and hence I would have a more well-informed decisional opinion towards that thing. So a recent um, event that happened to my friend is his brother has a um, lump that has to be drained by a private medical practitioner. Because as you know, private practitioner could try to have more procedures that might not be required just to earn more money. His brother just called him saying that, oh, I have an open wound right now and I will do the stitches the next day. And he jumped into conclusion that soon and saying that, oh, definitely he's trying to charge more to make the procedures into split it into two days. But I was like, hold on, maybe Is you really? don't know enough right now to make that opinion, to make that conclusion right now. So we looked it up and actually we found out that that is a procedure that is required because the cut was too deep and it has to be healed from the inside to outside. So it has to be kept open. Mm. So I do think that curious allows me to acquire more information until I have enough to make a, to have, yeah, to make a conclusion. I completely mm. agree with Rita's point. Another day to day curiosity moments or consciousness that I have is to really try to understand other people's story when I'm having conversations with um, people that I might not be very familiar with because if you're curious enough to understand their story you might start to have an understanding of why they would say things in certain way or why would they say something that um, might not align with your expectations. Because with my job nature, I do speak to quite a lot of people. And when you start asking questions about themselves and about them, you would understand why they would have certain tone of voice or why would they say things in a particular way. It helps me to create and build a better relationship with a lot of my clients. Mm, agree. Mm. Like human beings would have assumption and bias. And by being curious and getting more information, would allow us to reduce that, I think. Mm. So I think in contrast of what I said at the beginning of this episode, I mentioned something about I would be the most curious when I am 
calm, when I'm relaxed, when I'm well rested. But actually, after Vivian asking those questions of, okay, what are your curiosity like in your day to day life? This reminds me of actually, we do kind of have that embedded already. Mm-hmm. It's just that what we were focusing on at the beginning of the episode was bigger thinking. Yeah. So, like learning something new or like, you know, out of your comfort zone kind of scenario. Those curiosity requirements definitely need harder work yeah. versus like our just very general, very day to day kind of curiosity is different. Curiosity serves a lot of purpose and it's definitely the foundation of our growth and experience. So jump to the unknown because you never know if that is a crucial opportunity until you give it a go. It is definitely a skill and a choice that we can reinforce every day. Thank you for tuning in and let's continue the conversation on Instagram at Unlabeling Effect. Please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes and give us a rating. Until then, dare to feel, dare to be real. Mm-hmm.